Hello, all, and welcome to another episode of the Man to Man NBA Show, NBA Finals Edition. It's been a hell of a series already. 2 2. We'll get more into it later. We're very excited to talk. I got a whole group here with me today. I'll bring in Andy and I'll bring in Liam in just a minute. But before we do any of that, as always, I got to tell you about our wonderful sponsor, Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, including this year's basketball championship finals, as we will talk about in the near future, the AHL hockey conference finals, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get the bonus and get into the action. That's promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-B, to get to the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. And speaking of a little gambling, I'll open up the show today with a fun little anecdote for the people. So I'm sitting with some buddies last night watching the game, uh, and a little I get a little phone call. A little phone call. Uh, a name comes across the screen, Mister Andy Elliott. Andy, how would you tell the people why you were calling me, and then you give a rundown of what happened in Game Four last night. Um, while I was calling you, I was hammered, right? Um, but I did win money. And that is why we literally breathe on this earth because we love the bet. And whenever you see the Warriors plus money line, plus money, uh, money line first half, and then you lose the first half because I don't know, the Celtics just whooped them first half. And then you look at it again at halftime and you're saying, you're kind of rubbing your eyes. You know, you're already kind of faded McGee at this point. And you're looking at a plus 186 Warriors. I, I, I hammered it. I put all the money I had in my FanDuel, which is negative 10,000. And um, I said, let's run. Run me my money, dude. So whenever you see plus money like that, take it. Tried to call who? Not answering. Just trying to get the plays for the night, man. Just trying to get the plays. <laughs> Uh, took it to Instagram. Appreciate everybody that's following Man to Man podcast, answering those polls. Uh, you guys keep us going. Looks like everyone had Warriors tie the series 71% compared to 29%. Celtics going to go up 3 1. Um, but yeah, dude, appreciate you answering. Made some money last night. And that's what we do around here at the MTM gang. It's very true. And I, I can say I also made some money last night on the Warriors. I was feeling it all day, all night. I just had some good vibes going. I knew Steph was going to have a big game. Again, we'll get into it a little bit more later. But, uh, Mr. Nash, how would you do last night on the old books? I I, I kind of took a step back and, and realized kind of what I think we all realized in the room. And if you're a gambler, I think we, we didn't even have to say it. We all were kind of on the same page without even, you know, conversing about this pick. I think we all had the Warriors to win. And – I, that's that's all I took. I usually, you know, try to throw in an over-under bet, maybe a player prop here or there on, like, these bigger games, these final series. But I did one bet, and I just stuck with the Warriors, just money line straight up. I think I got it at 135 or something, 140. So that's it. And, hey, it was a good game. Had everybody kind of on the edge of their seat um, from beginning to end. So it was a good game. It was a – that's what <clears> – <throat> as an NBA fan, you want the finals to be, I don't know what the TV ratings are. I know the, like, you know, Adam Silver is always worried about that little stuff like that, but this is why NBA fans watch the game because of a, the storylines and then B just when players like Steph Curry have a night like that, that's what keeps us all entertained. So I have no complaints on, on my end on that. Well, I think Absolutely. it makes I think it makes it better when you have the underdog and the Celtics in the NBA finals like this, who those guys have literally never been there and they go up to one. And so that's what makes it interesting in the first place to watch it. Right. But then fans who aren't even NBA fans will watch a game like game four and they'll watch Steph Curry go for 43 and they'll be like, all right, I'm a I'm a fan of the NBA. 
And so that's what I always try to tell. We have friends that don't really like the NBA or basketball. You watch the finals, dude. Something like this, exactly what you're saying, the storyline. Tune in, dude. It's pretty fucking entertaining. That's Absolutely. all I had to say I think, about that. Yeah, no, you, you are 100% correct, Andy. And I think as we can kind of segue into toward, into talk about Steph Curry's performance because it's all there is really to talk about in game four. Uh, for the common fan, say somebody you at a bar or somebody you're hanging out at a house party with, whoever it is, I don't think there's a better player in the league for them to watch going off than Steph Curry because it, it's just awesome to see a guy pull up from everywhere, knocking down threes, and he doesn't look like this physically imposing beast. He's just Steph, and we're kind of used to it at this point. Seeing Steph go for 40 is really cool, but none of us are, like, horribly surprised by it. I know when I watch with my parents or when I watch with people who are, like, kind of marginal NBA fans, when they see Steph do this, it's, like, it's fascinating because it's just seeing a guy do these physical accomplishments. I mean, he was making some threes last night coming off high screens, falling down, chucking from the hip, doing Steph things that, again, we're kind of used to it. It's still cool for us to see. The average person seeing that, that's going to blow their mind. I mean, it's really, really cool that we get to see these kind of performances in an NBA Finals game when there's the most eyes on it. And it's a great game that it just happened to come down to the wire. Obviously, the Warriors with some free throws at the end kind of expanded it to a 10-point game. But I would say anybody who's watching understands that was basically a four-point game either way. It was just the free throws. So for a game four with really the series on the line, I mean, going my back fault, down. My fault. No, it's all good. Andy. He's on that NBA ad. I'm just trying to look up the stats here, boys. My fault. All my good. Fault, JP. No, you good. Uh, as there's so many people watching right now to have a game that entertaining in when the series is basically on the line, because even though 3-1 is not, you know, over, it's really hard to come back from that. To have this game, I think the NBA is – Super excited about it. And honestly, I think the refing last night was pretty darn good. I mean, they had the one Al Horford no call at the end. That was kind of eh. But other than that, pretty incontroversial game. No techs, anything like that. Really just a fun game to watch. Steve Steve Kerr got a tech in the first oh, half, I remember. That's but true. Steve just- Kerr did get a tech. I will say, um, I don't know if you guys saw the stat or not, that uh, teams that go up 3-1 the NBA Finals, there's like, I think there's like, it's 54 end up 54 times they end up winning the actual finals compared to one team, obviously the Cavs that were down three, one that was able to overcome that, uh, that Hill or whatever. Did y'all see that? So I think, so, it's, I think it's playoffs, but not like in, in general, the playoffs. Not no, finals, I think it was finals. I don't think there's been 55 NBA finals. Not it's definitely not where there's been three, one. Maybe it's playoffs. then. Yeah. yeah, no, it had to be finals, bro. I don't know. Fuck me. I didn't come prepared. It's it's something the finals like that. Uh, before we get into Steph, is my Draymond Green take fair or not? Okay, say so I, I was gonna bring this up because this is where you 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 love you're you're looking at the box score and you see that Draymond Green he he has one he has one field goal made. I mean, just two not points. a factor, bro. But this is where we have to understand. Yes, Draymond Green is not offensively a factor in that game at all. You look at it and you, I'm even watching it, I test you like he's almost more of a liability out there um, than, you know, a benefactor or, 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 you know, just helping his team win. But it's, there is something about Draymond Green being on the basketball floor that gives comfort to all the other players. And, he has he had what nine nine rebounds or eight assists something like that I might have flipped it flopped him but he's still being a contributing factor um, in that sense but we're not going to see Draymond Green get his fifteen points a game and get a triple double that's just not what he does anymore so yes you're 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 right that in a sense that he's not kind of like he's lost his little touch in terms of like offensively benefiting the team. I still think you can't not play him. I know some of the broadcasters are like, I'm not even saying that you're not playing him. you have to play him, but he's, but it's just like anything like in this role that he's playing right now for his team. It's not what we are used for Draymond green to do. Yes. He needs to perform better and he can't go for one for seven missing easy bunnies at the rim. He had like two or three that I can remember that it was just, we're used to seeing him. He just needs to transition to a different role and, and be like 
um, Kerr says, be a factor in the role that you have. And I think that's the transition that everybody is like putting up towards Draymond Green because we expect something that that's just not what he does anymore. Or we won't see that from Draymond Green. So I don't know if your take's wrong or it's right, but it's 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 neither. It's just different in my eyes. Um, multiple games with two points. And I think the take that I had was like, I think I was just comparing it to the NBA Finals when they were playing the Cavs. And it's just a totally different Draymond Green. And I get what you're saying, how you need to just change roles. But at the same time, like, you're Draymond Green. You have to be a factor no matter what. You have to continue to shoot the ball. You have to continue to look to score the ball. Um, I don't know, man. I think Curry is like, all right, let's just get into it. Fuck it, you know? Um, What is this stat right here, bro? Curry has 137 points, shooting 50% from field goal range. The rest of the Warriors in the series, 176 points, 39 field goal percentage. Uh, I don't really have a question here. JP, you got one? Like, what, what do we do? Um, this is Curry time, dude. The question is, is we like, when do we start talking about this as like one of the better individual finals performances across a series of all time? I, this is, Steph is very literally carrying the Warriors at this point. Other guys are playing well. Andrew Wiggins played awesome last night. But if they didn't have not have Steph Curry's offense, if they didn't have 75% of Steph Curry's offense right now, this series would actually already be over. It would have been a sweep. Steph is carrying this team, dragging them at some points. In the late third quarter, early fourth quarter last night, that is when the, this Warriors team has lost the games they've lost this series. Steph didn't let it happen. The very brief amount of time in the fourth quarter the Warriors did not dominate was when Steph was off the floor. The plus minus is absurd. He's playing out of his mind. Like I said last night, the shots he was making were crazy. At one point, he was like two for eight from three, and he finished at 50% with 43 points. The guy is playing out of his mind. It's awesome to see. And if they pull this out, he's going to win finals MVP, and we, it deserves to be in the upper echelon of finals performances of all time. Yeah, I agree to the extent that the conversation kind of was going into this game and kind of all serious. Who else is it going to be on the Warriors? You know, who else is going to – is? are we going to get a, a game from Thompson? We don't need him to, you know, dominate every single series and get 25-plus a, a night. We need one game. We need a game six clay type of game in one of these games. And when then we need something else from like a Jordan Poole to just have one game so Steph Curry doesn't have to do 40 a night at that juncture. So for me, my kind of like vision on how great Steph Curry is in this series, it's by, I mean, by a long shot has to be in the top five, like performances in the finals. I mean, I can think of LeBron James and I can think of Kobe maybe once or twice that were just, so dominant like this. I would even put Giannis in there a little bit um, from last year, but um, we have to see it from the other players. Like we can't, you're not going to see Steph Curry go for 45 again or whatever it was, 43. Or, I don't even know how many he had. Um, it's 43. Yeah, 43. So we're not going to see that again, I don't think. So it, the, the question from that turns to me is like, who else is it going to be that, gives them a, a 20 piece and helps them in that way. Because I mean, what, what are we talking about? If it's Steph Curry, we, if he didn't, you, like you said, 75% of that offense wouldn't have won that game. So they are relying so heavy on him. He's not going to be able to do that every night. So I don't know. It's, it's fun to watch in terms of seeing a player do that, but to sit back and think that, all right, Steph Curry check mark 40 point game for the rest of this series, I don't think is realistic. So, Well, you talk about other guys getting 20. Klay Thompson finally did it. He finally had a good game in, in the NBA Finals. Wiggins, like you said, career-high 16 rebounds, 18 points. Did it. I'm looking at the box score here. Only guys that scored off the bench. You got Jordan Poole actually had a pretty decent game last night. 10 points, three rebounds, three assists. Um, come on, bro. <laughs> my man <laughs> Gary Payton's back but two points but like 
And the, but like this is the thing, dude. Like this is the take pretty much the entire year with the Boston Celtics. Uh, the Celtics are just more well-rounded. And you're going to get guys that are obviously, I mean, what was it, game three? You had all the, you had Marcus Smart, uh, Jalen Brown, and Tatum all go for more than 25, 20 and five. Uh, first time it's happened since, I don't know, Magic or some shit did it. I can't remember the stat. Just obviously they didn't come prepared. Uh, the Celtics are doing it. They, they have bodies that can do it. But yeah, like you're saying, it, it's a matter of the fact that as Curry's obviously coming off somewhat of an injury right now, playing through injury. And uh, if Klay Thompson can be Klay Thompson again. Um, I don't have a motherfucking take. So that's what that is. That's all I got. I'm going to hand it to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, you're, so your your Clay take is, is a, I mean, he played really well in game three, too. They just lost. But he's starting to figure it out. Oh, yep, Andy retrieved his pup. There we go. The barking should, if it's anything, it's going to be closer now. But anyway, the uh, the the Clay performances have gotten better. And he's actually, the shot looks better from the first couple games already. <laughs> He yeah. had one three last night that would have been huge and clutch ended up not going down. But other than that, he, he's been playing better. Jordan Poole's been playing solid. He's been doing what they need to do. The Steph Curry minutes where he's not on the floor, Jordan Poole is being good enough. It, it's not He's not playing great, but that's not what he's expecting. He's playing just well enough to get into this next spot. We right. talked a little bit earlier in the, in the series about some Bielitsia minutes. He's giving him what he's got. Andrew Wiggins, shit, bro. He, he's, I mean, he, he's a little outmatched in this series, but he's trying, and he's he's giving. They are not falling apart when he's on the floor. What's really happening is when Kevon Looney comes on the floor and they switch up the pace a little bit, he's out rebounding the Celtics, which is crazy because this Celtics team is a really good rebounding team. And then Andrew Wiggins last night with what 15, 16 boards. I mean, that is the game changing aspect of what we saw last night. If the Warriors found this rotation where they can – the only time they really get dominated on the re, the boards is when it really doesn't matter because they're scoring a lot of points. They'll be okay. Wiggins wants to win. He's playing like he wants to win, and that makes him a, a good enough player to be probably not a second option but a third option on a championship team. I don't – you know, Draymond for me, I'm out on Draymond scoring 10 points. I just not going to happen. But at last night, when it came down to it, yeah, he got benched for a little bit in the fourth, but he made – two absolutely massive plays on one offensive possession. We had an offensive rebound kicked out for, or actually, excuse me, got a pass, kicked it out for a good shot. There was a miss, got the rebound, kicked out a step. Steph knocks down the three. That is Draymond. And if he's going to keep doing that, they're going to be fine. I think, honestly, I think the dubs, It's I've been saying from the beginning of the series, this isn't a hot take because this is kind of the true of any seven-game series, but the team that wins two games in a row is going to win this series. Right. The Celtics have a big road ahead of them to try to go back to the Bay in a heartbreaker loss like this and have to go back and win in San Francisco next game. I think it's tough. I think that's why this game and this Steph Curry performance is so important and is going to be remembered for so long because it was a legitimately series changing performance. Because obviously, as we talked about, if Steph doesn't put up, if Steph puts up a 32 point game on 47% shooting last night, that's a really good game. It doesn't get him to win. It, it's it's not it doesn't look the same, but it's the same impact that Giannis was having on the finals last year for the Bucks. Yeah, I want you before we like sh- shift the conversation. You brought up two names that I want to just touch on the the lineup with Kevin Looney, Jordan Poole, uh, I think it was Draymond Green, and then Steph, and then it could be Clay or, or whatever it is. Um, but when you plug in one of those guys, a Kevin Looney or Jordan Poole with that rotation, I think is the best lineup the Warriors we saw. And actually, when you look at your matchups across the board, fits the best against the Celtics team. Because the Celtics team, we see that they like to play two bigs. They like to play Al Horford and and, uh, Williams together. Um, There was a stretch there where they were just well. We saw in the first couple of games, like they just out rebounded this team. Warriors yeah. won the rebounding conversation or uh, the rebounding game last night, and I think it's solely because they starting to not just play the game of shooting. We're just going to outshoot you and go small. They started out a poor. I think that means they're starting. Steve Kerr starting to get that we have to match up in terms of we have to switch our game plan a little bit 
bring in Kevin Looney so he can battle with Robert Williams on the boards. You right. still have Draymond Green, who's a big body. He's used to playing the center. Another rebounding, you know, um, asset to your thing. And then the other side of that is Jordan Poole, man. I think gets is is so under uh, deserving credit here that he I think is the reason why they won that game honestly wow. besides the Steph factor that is, a, that, had, is a, that is a wild take he had some of the 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 most clutch baskets that the the Warriors were winning or I think it was tied or they were up one and then he just gets a free open layup um and, and puts it in so there's buckets that Jordan Poole can get on this team, he's not going to have, you know, a big performance, but I think he, for me, as I'm watching is the X factor for the Warriors. Um, Mm -hmm. Forget Thompson, forget Draymond. Yeah. They have to play a little bit better than we've been seeing. And last night was kind of a eye opening thing for Thompson, but Jordan Poole is my X factor. If he can give you like a game he did last night, clutch basket, making free Lansing kind of playing, he was pulling up like Steph, and he was like, you know what, that's uh, that's how I play. I'm going to do it. He knocked a couple of them down. So those are the two names I you said that I want to just touch on and, and before we uh, changed over to another. All right. Well, before I puke myself again, um, let's, you know, let's spice it up here a little bit. I want to talk about two names as well, and you talk about Andrew Wiggins getting boards. I think there was somebody that was in the stands also getting a, a rebound in a rebound situation. Who is that? Mr. Del Curry. <laughs> you saw that, huh? You guys see this? I did see. He had his little, he had his, he slugged that arm right around yeah, her. After he made sure that he was on the big screen. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they cheated on each other in the first place. Del and Sonya, and Sonya's got a new dude also. If you guys look this up, there's a, uh, 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 somebody said that. Their uh, significant others, their new significant others, look like they were with each other in their past relationship. It was just two pretty much basic white people. Um, this is hilarious, though. And so what are y'all going to do about it? Why are they doing Why are they showing Del Curry? Is he actually in this? Is he past the, like, okay, damn, I miss smashing the wife. Let me get on a rebound situation. I mean, what is y'all's, what are y'all's takes on this? Only you, I, man. Only you. I can honestly say I have no take. You know, I hope they're both happy. I relationships are hard, so I hope they're both happy. What I'm gonna second that answer. one, man. That was yeah. what a good. PC answer, man. <laughs> I, I, whatever, yeah. dude. I'll, I'll see y'all. Uh, what's up? I'll say I'll leave it for the other podcast. I, I got nothing to say there. I I hope everybody <laughs> is happy and everybody is enjoying their consenting relationships. That's all right, man. Well, JP, if you, you know, we'll be looking for a, uh, we'll be looking for a text from you in about a year saying, you know, Hey, that one line and that one interview or that one episode, can you take it down? I'll say, yeah, for $300. Damn. That's a, that's a shot, man. <laughs> Damn, that's a shot. <laughs> oh man. He's, you think wow. you're going to reverse cancel me. You're going to, you're going to get me in trouble for saying the exact right thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's just like you'll you'll get like you know you'll get a a new position a new job it's great and all uh-huh. and then um you know think you're act, big time you think you're real down. big time and uh <laughs> you know we're gonna try to hang out with you once or twice and you're just gonna be like no response ghost us and then yeah you're gonna have like this leak new spo- the tapes <laughs> new sponsorship or something that you have a nice connection with somebody. And then yeah. you're going to uh, ask us to take something down. And, you know, it is what it is. All right. Well, well, until then. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I'm leaving all that in there, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you got to call shots, bro. I mean, it's not like that. It's not like they listen to the the pod. You know, you got to spice it up a little bit. We're on ep- uh, minute what here? 38. OK, cool. Um, which team scored the most points uh, in an NBA game? Um, nah, that's actually a really bad one. My fault, dog. Um, who's older? Who's the oldest player in the NBA? I think I currently, this. or like ever, currently, oh. do you know, do you know and this? ever, and ever. Um, I mean, I th- actually, I think I do know who this is. I, 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 
it's, you know, I'm, I'm talking to my partner, Liam, here. So it's not a guess. I'm just brainstorming. Uh-huh. Is it Udonis Haslam? I think I, I think it has to be. I think I was just watching yeah. something that it said he was. And he's only, you know, kind of in the NBA, but he's on the roster, so I think he counts. I, I, I think my guess is Udonis Haslam for currently and then ever. Well, what? what I mean, how, I, how old do you yeah. think he is? He's like 45 or something, I think. I'll say 40. I was going to say 43. Yeah. 41. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, D. All right. What about ever? It's definitely guy's, somebody guy. from like way back in the day. Was playing nah, like this guy's a Hall of Famer, bro. Carl Malone played for a long time. Could have been like Bill Russell was a player coach for a while. Could have been him. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Um, actually, keep keep going. Eastern right. or Western Conference? That helped me. Uh, it's all over the place. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Um, yeah, I I mean, all right. So this guy played uh, for a total of eight NBA teams, and he's a Hall of Famer. Not yet. I don't think. I mean, it was could- it? Is it like Vince Carter or somebody? The Could Vince be Carter? Shaq. That's a good guess. I don't know. Shaq, the oldest player ever. Was Shaq? I think Vince Carter was like he played till he was like forty-two or forty. Ding 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 ding. Vince Carter, forty-three. Hey, all right, hoop. Good guess. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten there. Good ding math. ding 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 ding. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Vince Carter, forty-three. Interesting. Shout out Michael Jordan. Uh, flu game, June eleventh. <laughs> June 11th. Um, what else we got, dude? What else we yeah. got? Yeah, so we've talked a lot about the Warriors. I think it's time to talk about the Celtics moving to the oh, other team in this series. Gosh. And I don't know how you could act like that when there's only two teams. Play. Like, what else are we supposed to – like, we talk about – you You want to talk about Del Curry. So, I mean, I guess we yeah. can talk more about that, and I can give you more PC answers. Or we could talk about the fact that this Celtics team is starting to – the flaws are starting to sleep, seep through the cracks here. They can, their ability to guard Steph or inability, I should say. I mean, it's, it's you can't guard Steph Curry for 48 minutes. You just can't do it, no matter what he's going to get his buckets. Right. But eventually, on some high screens, you just got to start double team trapping everything and let somebody else beat you. And the Celtics, they're trying to do it, but they refuse to do it from the jump. In games five, six, and seven, or yes, five, six, and seven, that needs to be a priority, in my opinion. And is anybody worried about Jason Tatum yet? I personally that, that's am not, take. but I could see no. I could see someone is being worried, worried about, about that, Jason. Man. Oh, no, that no is my take a hundred percent. If you weren't going to bring it up, that was what I was going to say next. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is. You talk about Draymond Green as a liability. This man is a liability. He shot thirty under thirty five percent from the field last night. Eight on twenty some plus shots. What are we talking about here, Jason Tatum? The conversation. Before, you know, the last couple of games, is Jason Tatum a superstar? Not last night, not from that performance. What are we talking about? He had two or three games where he hasn't shot the ball well. They've won one, and now they lost one. Jason Tatum, I mean, we got to find his game, and and, and he needs to have an outbreak game where he goes for, you know, 40. And then we can start having this conversation about him being a superstar. If anything, the series, you know, ends right now and the Celtics would win, he's not getting MVP. It's going to be Jalen Brown 100%. Jalen Brown is that guy for this team. Almost got Marcus Smart as my guy. <clears throat> I, I see. I, I, all right, all right, all right. What about, what about uh, Horford, though? He's been bumming the last few games. He had a good first game and has been really – he was pretty – he was actually solid last night, but games two and three, he was absent. Yeah. Daddy? That's that's what I'm saying. I think Jason Tatum, yeah, he's stepping up in the spotlight as the number one guy on that team, but he's not playing like the number one guy on his team. Right. So don't don't. I mean, I, we can keep having that conversation, but I don't think he's a superstar yet. If that answers the the question um, from my end. So there the the offensive game, and I know he's he's banged up. The shoulder could definitely be more injured than the Celtics are letting on. Not going to make excuses for the guy. I don't know, but that is a possibility. 
the offensive game just doesn't look like it did for most of the series. The, the jump shot is still the jump shot, still looks good, but his explosiveness, drive to the basket, you know, the spin, the post spin move he was doing, it does not look how it did the rest of the playoffs. Could it be fatigue? Absolutely. Could it be this injury, this shoulder injury is nursing for sure. Could it just be the fact that this is a, it's a streaky game. Some guys, sometimes guys are really good and sometimes guys aren't so good. Yep. That's probably what it is more than anything. Jason Tatum needs to find that second gear where it's like, look, I know the shot's not falling where as it usually does right now. I know this team has a lot of other guys scoring, but when the ball gets to me, I need to be able to put the ball in the basket. In the late fourth quarter last night, he wasn't even really looking to score. I mean, it was it was a little frightening, honestly, how willing he was to give the ball up. And when he would take shots, they were not good shots. So I I still love Jason Tatum. I think he's a top 10 skilled player in the league right now. Where he's going to have a big game, one of these games, probably game six back in Boston. He I can see game six Clay and Jason Tatum both showing up and shooting the lights out. But if the Celtics end up losing this series, which I think they will, there's going to be some eyes on these Jason Tatum performances being like, Look, man, when we really needed you, you weren't there. Jalen Brown showed up. Marcus Smart has intermittently shown up. You, that's 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 the question I have for Andy because from my take a couple of weeks, uh, episodes back was who are you going to rely more on the second – I'm going to call them the second group, but the role players from the Celtics or the role players from for the Warriors. And right now, the, the Celtics, I mean, they played eight, but – I mean, I'm not even going to count uh, Pritchard's minutes, really, because he was just out there, you know, for the fuck of it. Um, he had one point and one rebound. All right, come on. Uh, shout out Pritchard, though. Yeah, shout him out, but he didn't. He wasn't a factor with his minutes. So who who else are you relying on if you're if you're talking about the Celtics in that aspect? Mm. You're just going to rely on your starters, then? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, Derek White comes off the bench and plays a lot of minutes but that's who you're gonna win the series because of Derek White's performance if that you gave me a bet but like who are you gonna take Jordan Poole right now and against Derek White I'm gonna take Jordan Poole I think I would if I'm picking teams I'm picking Jordan Poole before I'm picking Derek White hands wow. down I think that's kind of wow. my uh conversation started of like who else are you're gonna get a performance from in this uh, for the Celtics. Well, that's only why Grant Williams is averaging about 13 minutes a game. That's who you're going to rely on to win the series? No, no, I'm saying I, I don't even know why I brought that up. My fault. Um, who is it going to be? Right, this? Though, but like Grant Williams, you know, th- this is the kind of thing we're talking about. It's like Grant Williams has been a very, very good role player for the Celtics this entire playoffs, this entire season, to be honest. But you know, is Grant Williams a better player when it comes down to it than these guys, the Warriors have come back off the bench or an Otto Porter or an Andrew Wiggins where in the minutes where it counts, is Grant Williams going to outplay those guys? Probably not, not on his own, not on his own, not if Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown aren't hooping. Andrew Wiggins and Otto Porter on their own can both go get a bucket, be an important guy for this Warriors team. And Otto Porter, he didn't play well last night. First three games is arguably the third best player on the Warriors. Andrew Wiggins showed up last night. Wow, JP. Grant will I'm I'm not even gonna that's just ignore it. And then Grant Williams on his own, is he gonna go give you the buckets out of Porter and Andrew Wiggins are? No, he's not. And though they're playing the same role for these teams. When it gets to those minutes, and you know, Steph, Jalen, and Jason Tatum, however long you want to look at it, those guys aren't scoring. I'm I at first I was pretty 50-50 on it. The, these last few games I've been leaning towards hoop saying that this Warriors supporting cast, when you need a bucket, I look to them more than I'd look to the Celtics. And Andy keeps saying that the the depth or it's Andy and some media like the the team is more rounded and it's it's well more well put together. But if you're breaking it down against matchups, the depth in terms of playing and, and being a, a factor out there, I would say goes to the Warriors. Like you mentioned, they have players you can plug in, rely on them. To play defense, Jordan Poole plays defense. Uh, Looney plays uh, defense. Otto Porter plays defense. Andrew Wiggins plays defense. Right. And they all can get their own bucket. So what – Pritchard, he can get a bucket, but liability on defense. I would even say Derek White, he's a great defender, but he's streaky as fuck on the offensive end. 
yes, he can go out and get you a bucket, but I don't, I, the, the streakiness from him is a little un, uh, unheartening, but that's what I, that's where I'm saying the conversation that that's dead to me. I don't think that the Celtics have the better like depth at all. Yeah. It's, it's getting to the point now where when you, the, the nitty gritty, like this is it. And this is also part of just experience. I mean, the Warriors, a lot of these guys have been here before. Like Andy talked about earlier, none of these guys in the Celtics, at least their key players have ever been here before at this point in the playoffs, at this point in a series where it really comes down to it. We talked a little bit last week about whose roster or whose lineups are going to start to shorten up first. And both teams are already doing it, but it looks like the Celtics are going to be that first team to maybe pare down to even seven. Like we talked about, Peyton Pritchard's going to get seven, six minutes a game to just give his guys a, a breath. But generally speaking, they're coming down to seven a game. The Warriors are still in that eight, nine area-ish. They're going to pare down eventually too. Starting Otto Porter, interesting move. I liked it from Steve Kerr. We talked a little bit about how somebody's going to have to switch up rotations. Bringing on Kabad and Looney. If they keep running that, they're going to be eight, nine deep the entire series just because that's how Steve Kerr wants to play this. The, if the Celtics are feeling the pressure to already shorten up their lineup, that's not a horribly good sign for them because it's not how they've ran the entire season. So I that for the Celtics right now, their best seven is it just it's not going to beat the Warriors' best seven head up straight up. It's happened twice, yes, but for the rest next three games of the series, when it comes down to the experience and just how these guys are playing, I'm taking the Warriors. All right. So what's the bet next game? Let's get real here. You know, next, stop talking about. It. Let's just yeah, throw money I, down. I mean, I, I'm I, taking Dubs and yeah. I, I, you got to take the Warriors at home. That's another thing. Throw all the first four games out the window in terms of just big picture. You got to look at this is a three-game series, and the Warriors get two home games. Right. That's hands down. Let's let's be honest. If you're you're thinking the Warriors are gonna go and lose twice at home, probably not. Probably not. They might lose one in in uh in Boston, but they're not going to, I don't think they can begin to think about losing two games. I think that's the mindset. Yes. I understand they can lose one in Golden State and one in Boston, but I don't think they're going to lose. I mean, like you said, the first team to win two in a row, I don't think the Celtics are going to be that first team winning two in a row right here. So. All right. Well, let's just go. Let's just <clears throat> have you start Liam game of the week. What's your game of the week and what's the play? I mean, I, I'm going to say probably the Warriors spread is probably at like three and a half right now is my guess. But what uh, is your game of the week? There's only one game of the week, the next it's, game. I mean, right. So. <laughs> I'll take the Warriors spread. Minus Warriors. three. Like, are you like, asking like game five or game six is game of the week? I mean, week? what are we that, talking about? You talking about next week, yeah. Thursday's game too? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I'm going next I was game. just looking for like my game of the week so we can clip this. Yeah. My game of week one day. Yeah. No, you would say, like, my game of the week is the Celtics Warriors because there's a couple other teams kind of floating around. All right, so what's the play, bro? Spread? (laughs) No, I'll I'll go spread probably. And then I don't think another thing is I would, if you're you're catching Brown with points, I would take it. I think probably around, like, 20. Brown is cooking, dude. Yeah. If he's around 20 points, I would take the over. I think he has a big game next next game, but I don't know. You could flirt that Are one. Are we laying that? <laughs> Are we parlaying that? No. I'm taking Warriors spread. That. You, why you, why, you do whatever why, you, you want to do. Right now, dog. <laughs> My man. My man had a, a, a late, late night last night. He's <laughs> All right, JP, what's your game of the week? My my play of the week is that, which would be also on Monday night, next game, game five, is I would say of the, the three picks I would probably take are Warriors money line. I'd probably take Steph over points, even though these days, you know, it depends what the line comes in at. If it comes at anything under 30, I'm probably taking it, but who knows. And then I would probably look to also take uh, Marcus Smart threes because he's been chucking them things. So those are probably the three plays I'd look to have. All right. Uh, what's your game of the week, big dog? Game of the week, um, yeah, Celtics at Warriors, Monday night. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to go Curry like over six threes. And we're going to run it. it it's the, the crazy the thing is like the value is not even, I mean, you, you do whatever you want. I would just say like, from what I observed, the value, even like create hit five threes is like plus a hundred. Like it's, it's, it's basically even money from the five threes, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the Warriors are going to run them out of the building here in game six or right. Game six, game five, five. Um, I'm going to go Curry over whatever it is. Curry threes, whatever it is. Man is absolutely balling right now. Found, he found his rhythm. I don't know if I want to do anything else. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna just do what I did last night then. I'm going to do Curry over. I'm going to lay the fuck out of this too. Curry over. Warriors money line. And then kind of spice it up to get that plus 800. Warriors first half. Hey, you know what, brother? I respect the hell out of that play. I like I like the way you're cooking up. That's called losing money right there. Well, that's that's called money. just that's called depositing money, and here you can have it. I'll donate to to FanDuel. Yep, here's your shareholder value just increasing. It's, it's a lovely lovely way to do it. But uh, it's going to be a great game. I'm very excited for it. Um, and then I mean, there's not really much else to talk about because that's all there is to talk about. So to finish up the show here, because we got a little bit of time. Our good friend Griff in the uh, the man-to-man group chat the other day just asked us out of the blue. I don't know if he, he may have content planned for it. I don't know if I'm stealing your content, Griff. I'm sorry. But he asked us just – I'll read it verbatim. Who are y'all's top five players in the league right now, skill level, not resume? Mm. Interesting question. Interesting question. I think it's something that gets argued about quite a bit. So Andy off the rip says, no order. Jokic, Kevin Durant, LeBron, Curry, Luca. I said in hold order. Up, hold up now, hold up. I know you up. forget. Well, I will let you clear your name in a second. I said I I put him in order five to one. I put LeBron five, KD four, Nikola Jokic three, Luca two, Giannis at one, and then Hoop put Steph Curry, Luca, KD, LeBron, Giannis in that order. Now, Andy, there is a glaring omission from your list. Do you want to take back your list and put him in? Or are you just going to rock this take and act like that's that's how you're feeling? I forgot about Giannis. And I know, like, he's he's just not a forgettable person. So, my fault, I am. All right. So, here's my top five. In order, Giannis at one. Joker at two. Durant at three. LeBron at four. And Del Curry at five. Hey, that, that, I mean, it's arm around technique. It's you just don't see it in the league anymore. I mean, it's, That's it's funny, dude. Yeah. That is funny. And then, Mr. Hoopstar, no Jokic on your list. The the reigning double MVP, no, no Jokic. I mean, that's wild that you guys think that he's a top five player in this league. I mean, I don't. I, I he could be six on my on my on my list. He could be seven on my list. I mean, what, what is this we- man smoking? <laughs> I just don't think he is if again I go back to if you're if I'm running pickup and I'm get to choose my my team, I am not and and, and Joker, I Griff even is the one that's brought him the name up. You have the Joker and you have Embiid. I'm taking Embiid over Joker if I'm running five on five. Like right. what I don't understand. Yes, maybe his resume is a little bit better. Uh in terms of having the MVPs and putting up the numbers. But if I'm building a team, I'm not taking, I'm not taking him. I, I don't know why that's crazy. You thought I was being crazy. I think you're being crazy for putting them in your top five. I was having the mindset of, and, and it kind of had a little bit of not resume. I think you put it in there, there saying not his resume, just skill. I don't think he's top five just based on, Mm. skill i just i fair enough back-to-back mvps and on a dog shit team some which is even more impressive and then some of the the most impressive stat lines we've ever seen over the course of a year over the course of the last two years and i think he's a basketball savant i think the way i watched him i've watched him a lot the way the man handles an offense out of the big man position is unlike anything i've ever seen I, the only guys I tr- I have for sure ahead of him right now in skill are Luka and Giannis, and that's the way I see it. I don't have Joel Embiid in my top five. I love Big Joe. I don't have him up there. He, I, he can't do what Nikola Jokic can do with the ball. He just can't. 
I, the passing is not there. You, the passing is not there. It's not. You know it's not. The playmaking for Joel versus Nikola Jokic is not even close. That doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, I think Nikola Jokic is in a, a leaps and bounds of a better, a better than him. But when you look at it just, you know, apples to apples, the playmaking is that much better that I put him in front of him. I just don't know. After having the list, I don't know who I'm taking off to put on the Joker. I have Curry, Luka, KD, LeBron, and Giannis. That's wow. fair. I, say, I, 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 I can't have, take anybody off. I have Steph right outside my top five, which I know doesn't look that great right now with some recency bias, but I have him right outside my top five right after LeBron. So I get it. I, I It's a tough list to pare down to. I'll say Griff's right now just because it's a little different and it kind of talks about what we're doing. So Griff, if you don't want people to hear this, I'm sorry, but it's going in. Uh, Griff had Kevin Durant at five, Jokic at four, Joel Embiid at three, Luka at two, Giannis at one. So a little bit bigger size-wise list than the rest of us, but – I mean, we're it, we were all hovering around the same area. I just I got I got Jokic in my top five, absolutely no doubt. Again, I, he's only guys I think are for sure better than right now are Giannis and Luca. Yeah, I agree. I, I, and then probably right now Steph does, Steph deserves a top five look after last night, but he's what right is the play in UFC tonight? Oh, that's not you. Just you you woke up today, you know. And you just want the – you made some money. Now you're just looking for some more bets. How about you hold your money a little bit, sit on it. Give me the play. Give me the play. <laughs> we got Teixeira by Andy, submission. Uh, I don't even know. I got nothing. That, that's all hoop. Yeah, Santos, the – the I think it's – I guess the, the – might be the – I don't know. It might be right – I don't know. It's either fight two or three. I'm not sure. Uh, but Santos is my play. That's who I think is going to go. She's going to kick the shit out of this bitch. That's I don't how really I'll care. Yeah. What, what about the, the the main card here? With the, the I, I think guys. I think uh, Teixeira or Texier, however you want to pronounce it. I think he holds his belt. But the other guy, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. I mean, he he has power and he can he can knock some people out. So it'd be. It'll be fun to watch, I think. But all right, I appreciate it. That's I'll, I can give you more official card once I put it in, but that's where I'm leaning to right now. Oh, uh, y'all, you're, you're all good, man. So, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> Don't play this golf. Yes, I'm playing golf in a little bit, and then I got. Uh, I'll probably just hang out watching baseball and maybe flip on the UFC and watch some hockey and hang out. That's all I got planned. What, what about you, Hoopstar? Just some UFC on the projector. Nah, nah, not just some UFC on the projector. Yeah, I'm gonna have we are recording nice... at Saturday at noon. <laughs> don't don't put see this is where we can have this conversation at the end of the episode. Andy is 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 mad at me because I said we wanted to record on I wanted to record on Saturday, which I think Saturday is good. The game is fresh in your mind, right? And then I opened it up. I said to you guys, let's record tomorrow. And then JP is the one that came back and said, let's do it at noon. So don't come at me about the time. I didn't put a time frame. I could have done it, like I said, at 7 p.m. tonight. I, I just said tomorrow. Two hours. I tee off in two hours. I wanted to get this in beforehand while it was still fresh. JP, what's your I'm, handicap? I'm, I play bogey golf. That's pretty much it. So plus 18, I guess. I love I mean, that. I love that uh, term. That's, that's, that's pretty amazing. Pretty Thank you. That's what, that's what I'm, I'm out here to have a good time, you know, play a little and just – Blow off some steam. I'm playing both to today and tomorrow, so I've really got to lock in. But wow, I, said, I wanted to, wanted to get this in and see the boys, and you know, this is always one of the highlights of my weekend, just chumming it up with you guys. So is he lying? Is he lying? <laughs> How much stuff do y'all think I do in a weekend? Damn. <laughs> oh no, man. Wait, wait, real question is, Andy, what you got planned for today? Uh, yeah. try to stay alive. <laughs> 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 a couple Red Bull vodkas getting out of here, uh, you know. Yeah, a couple of them for sure. Got a couple of Papa John pizzas too. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. I got to feed the dog, man. I got to feed myself. So I'm chilling, dude. I'm probably going to take this hoodie off right after this and just lay on this casting couch and hopefully someone finds me. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I, we don't hear from uh, you for. Yeah, if you don't hear from hours, me, yeah, yeah, check in. We'll send somebody. Call somebody. Yeah. I don't really, I don't have an emergency contact. I know we all sign, you know, like a little uh, 
little thing, a little form or whatever before we all started this. But no, nah, I never signed an emergency contact. I would just assume Hoop is your emergency contact. So if he doesn't know where you are, then we're all it's it's just a triangle of sadness. Yeah. I'll yeah. check on you at, at like eleven o'clock when UFC starts to roll. And if if you if you reply to me then I'll I'll be like, all right, this man's good. Trying to get a play, man. Trying to get a play, you know, hot boy summer. Just a so, man looking for a bet. That's all we can ask for. Just a man, yeah. Looking for a bet down down astronomically, but uh we'll we'll make it through. All right, Y'all so Coco back here, dude. Yeah, yeah, she's chill. We'll we'll end on this. Uh, I I think it's kind of hands down, but do we all have uh, Warriors winning on Monday? <sighs> yes, I do. Yes, we are hammering the Warriors on Monday. Okay. so I think that's that's the move. Do you think they get done at seven, or is it six? They go into the Garden and winning again. So I, I, got, I, pr- I predictions, predictions, uh, a little predictions. I mean. I know I said first team to win two in a row, and if the, I think the Warriors win last night, or excuse me, Monday night, so it'll be two in a row. But going back to Boston, they probably the yeah, Celtics probably hanging that one. Warriors in seven, it goes Dubs, Celtics, Dubs from here out. Okay. I I almost want to say Warriors in six, but I just don't think they're there. I don't think I think the Celtics are just too good to lose three straight games in the finals, and that atmosphere is insanely hard to play in. It's tough. Um, I'm gonna go Warriors in seven. Okay, I think I think we're all on the same page then. Uh, but that with that, I will uh, namaste you guys out of here if you don't have anything else on your on your record over there. No, so namaste to you guys. Namaste. Namaste. namaste we'll see y'all next week, baby. Shit. Only in the night.